You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As promised, two for Friday. If you missed the mailbag, that is up now. Locked On Wolverines podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. I'm your man on the ground. I say a whole publisher of Wolverines Wire through USA Today Sports Media Group. We'll be on the ground next week for the first time since, as far as interviews are concerned. Obviously, I went to all six games last year, but uh, as far as interviews are concerned with, you know, Jim Harbaugh or players, it'll be my first time since after the Alabama game on January 1st, 2020. Because Big Ten Media Days is coming up. It's in person. It's at Lucas Oil Stadium. It's Thursday and uh, Friday. So it's uh, it's very exciting for me <laughs> that I get to do this. Um, we'll see. I might talk a little bit about that and that excitement. We'll see. But uh, we're going to talk, like I promised, a little bit about Keon Sab making his decision He'll have made his decision in less than 24 hours from the time that I'm recording this. So if you're listening to this on Saturday after 4 p.m. Eastern, the first segment is obsolete. But uh, the rest will be fresh. Uh, We're also going to talk about... uh, What were we going to talk about? Oh, yeah, I wrote this piece two days ago saying uh, you never know. And I just want to discuss like where the fandom is right now because i know that like this is right now like to me i've never seen michigan fans more dejected like michigan fans were way more hopeful like i started following michigan as far as like beyond just being a casual in 2006 i mean i paid attention i watched all the games for years before that but it was like very much a casual fandom, right? Uh, I became diehard 2006 when I started actually going to games my junior year at Michigan. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, my you never know piece. And then we'll finish out talking about some name image likeness stuff. Because I think it's interesting. Anyway, let's get to the Keon Sab stuff. I've taken up too much time with this intro. <laughs> Usually I have like a minute long intro. It's three minutes. Uh, but before before I even get to that, I got to tell you today's episode has been brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Um, anyway, here's the thing. Keon Sab making his decision. Michigan seems to be an afterthought when it comes to a lot of the national what have you. I'm telling you, like, again, I don't, if, if I, if, if you had to make me put money on it, I would not put money on Keon Sab committing to Michigan because there isn't the national smoke. But I feel like the national perspective is that Michigan's not even a factor. The future cast on rivals is 100% towards Clemson with four votes, EJ Holland being one of them. And EJ's had his finger on the pulse pretty well. So, you know, inclined to trust there. The but uh, and then there's two, twenty four seven predictions, crystal balls, 
Steve Wiltfong, who has a very low confidence in him going to Clemson at, at a three. And Anna Hickey, who covers Clemson, has it higher, I think, at a seven. Why do I think that Michigan stands a chance? Well, because I was told by someone in the know that it's a Michigan-Clemson battle. And that on the Michigan side of things, they feel cautiously optimistic. Now, I've heard that before. However, this is from a new... The angle I'm getting is from some of the newer people involved. So this isn't like the same people that were always saying like, yeah, we feel pretty confident or we're cautiously optimistic. I mean, most of those people are gone anyway. So there's a feeling that it's a Michigan-Clemson battle and that maybe the the people out there aren't aren't really giving Michigan as much of the shot because it does seem like Michigan really, really impressed him when he made his midweek official visit back in June. So I, I think that Michigan stands a pretty good chance, and I think that there's some really good people who are recruiting him in Klingscale and Ron Bellamy. So I, I, I wouldn't write it off, is all I'm saying. I think that there's a little bit of juice there. I think Michigan will come in at worst second, which I know there's no consolation prize when you don't get a guy. But it went from being like, they're not getting him, especially when he released his top group and Michigan wasn't in it. Michigan not only got back in it, they from what I was told, surpassed Georgia, Texas A&M, Penn State. Who was the other one? I don't remember. So, 4 p.m. on Saturday, we'll know for sure. Again, if I had, if I had money, I'd put it on Clemson. I am a confidence level of Michigan of 4 out of 10. Clemson at 6. I would be surprised if it's anywhere else just based off of what I was told. So I figured that that was something y'all needed to know. Hopefully you listened to this before, you know, sat, uh, Saturday at, uh, <laughs> at four, but that's, uh, that's just what I got. So we'll keep that nice and short for the sake of not wasting time and talking about it. And then, because I'm sure a lot of you will listen to this and know the end result, but, uh, I wouldn't put in a crystal ball for anybody. I'll put it that way. If I, if I still had a crystal ball like I did once upon a time, I would not be putting it in for anybody when it comes to Keon Sap. So hold on to your butts in the words, words of Samuel Jackson. All right, let's move on. However, chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and for do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and it does not require membership nor does it uh, require account login. RockAuto.com is a family business. They serve auto parts customers and they have been doing so online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog, like I said, is unique, remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your your vehicle. Choose the brand specifications and the price, uh, brands, speci- specifications and prices you prefer. I almost got that right. 
Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers, so why spend up the same, the up to twice as much for the same parts? Read much? I can't. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. Let's talk about this article I wrote. And you never know. Got a little bit of flack for it, but not much. So that was good. Because it was just like... It's kind of the same stuff I talk about on the podcast. So it's not... It's not you know, if you listen to, to this show regularly... When when I'm actually full strength, full force going at it, then uh, a lot of this might seem somewhat review, but I think it's still worth talking about. Because, like I said, I feel like the fan base was more optimistic going into 2010, or 2009 rather, and or, or 2010, or 2011 coming out of that season, or even... Obviously, the fan base was through the roof in 2015 when Harbaugh took over, despite going five and seven. Feel like the fan base was down after 2017, but still really excited in 2018. But I think part of that was having Shea Patterson in the fold, right? 2019 fans were excited because Josh Gaddis was there. I think that there's a lot of changes that have happened that should necessitate some excitement. It's essentially a whole new coaching staff. How many returning coaches are there as far as guys who are actually on-field coaches? I mean, the off-field coaches, that's almost completely changed. But as far as on-field coaches, you have one returning guy on defense in Sean Nua. On on offense, you have three returning guys in Josh Gaddis, Jay Harbaugh, who switched positions, and Sharon Moore, who switched positions. So ultimately, out of 10 positions... You have two guys returning in their roles from previous. That is a vast, vast difference. That's basically like you got a new head coach, essentially. So we'll see if that juice works. A lot of times it does. But the thing is with my You Never Know is, uh, article is fans are acting like this is just, you know, the end prolonged. Like we had the the beginning of the end last year, and this is the end. And to me, it's like, and here's where I got a little bit of guff. It was like this, like, because I said the only constant is change in college football. And I, I made the caveat in the article, but there's not room in the tweet <laughs> to say, to, to, you know, to, to, to put everything out there. It's in the article, you know, it's 800 word article, you know. Hard to sum it up in 240 characters. And, uh, but the only constant is changing college football outside of the college football playoff. 
but we see it happen every year. Teams come from out of nowhere. Indiana last year came from out of nowhere. I know 2020 is a weird year. So this try to discount 2020 to, to some degree, but like Iowa State out of, from out of nowhere. Cincinnati from out of nowhere. But it happens every year. Every year you, you have these teams that are like, well, they're going to be bad and they end up being good. And then you have teams that are like, well, they're going to be good and they end up being bad. No, it's not happening to Alabama or Ohio State. Or Oklahoma kind of had a little bit of a step back last year, but they ended up finishing well. More often than not, things change in college football. Penn State had a bad year last year. Wisconsin had a bad year last year. Those are wiped out in the eyes of so many people. Like, doesn't matter. But Michigan does not get that same benefit of the doubt, and I think that's kind of ridiculous. Because I think Michigan deserves that benefit of the doubt to some degree. The same benefit of the doubt that some of the other teams got. I understand Wisconsin and Penn State beat Michigan. Still, weird year. Michigan had nothing going for it last year. Didn't have a quarterback. Now it has at least one that we've seen look pretty good in his limited action. A game and a half. If you want to even say that, he only started one game in Cade McNamara. Alan Bowman has... Two and a half seasons worth of starting experience. He's got 5,260 yards to his name, 33 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, and you got a five-star waiting in the wings. The defense should be better. It was really bad last year. They've made the requisite changes. I don't think it's going to get worse. I don't think it's going to stay the same. If anything, it's going to get at least marginally better because some of those players that were playing bad early, mid part of the season last year end up playing a lot better in the last couple games. There will not be the same confusion as there was last year with the zone. Like, we're, we're a man team, and oh, by the way, now we're changing the zone. It was very clear watching the games last year, especially from up in the press box, which I know, no, you know, very few people got to see it that way, like I did, that the, the defense, particularly the linebackers, which is still a very big question mark for me, that's the one position I'm like, I don't know how much better it's going to get, and they need it to get better. The linebackers had no idea what they were doing out there the latter half of the season. Felt like watching the 2009, 20, and 2010 defense, like bracing yourself. Like a train is coming, and it's just about to roll right through you. That's how it felt. But to me, it's like, okay, you don't know what's going to happen. Everyone's in wait-and-see mode, myself included, but I'm still excited the fact that we are about to have a regular season, right? Knock on wood. Get Zuriel attentive because I knocked on wood. She thinks someone's at the door. <laughs> but if everything goes to plan, Michigan plays 12 regular season games as scheduled. You don't know what's going to happen. They have the warm-up games, the non-conference. I think that's so important. Getting that Western Michigan game. Michigan's going to win that game. If Michigan can beat Washington, who Pro Football Focus just had rated as the number five defense in the country going into this season, Michigan can get past Washington. Oh boy, we're going to have a lot of hyperbole about what Michigan is able to do. They'll get past NIU. Rutgers is going to be harder than ever. But I still think Michigan will get past Rutgers at home. 
Then they go to Wisconsin, where I think they'll suffer their first loss. But let's say Michigan doesn't. Let's say the defense is a lot more ferocious. It's figured out its ills, because sometimes it takes a few games. You know what? Like Michigan played six games last year, and it's so many injuries. You had the opt-outs. You had all these different issues. They're not going to have the opt-outs, obviously. Injuries, you never know when when that's going to happen, who it's going to happen to, unfortunately. But think back to even 2018. It took until, what, week four, week five, before Michigan's offensive line suddenly started looking really good? Week one, people were saying, this offensive line needs to be replaced. They're all bad. Especially John Runyon Jr. needs to be out out the door. By week six, people were like, hey, maybe we're on to something here. By the end of the year, he was first-team All-Big Ten. It takes a little bit of time in a normal year for a team to kind of coalesce. A team never looks the same as it does in week one at the end of the year, right? Even in 2019, last regular year, yeah, Michigan looked pretty bad against Alabama. I mean, hung with them, with a had a halftime lead, but couldn't do anything offensively. But nonetheless, especially from an offensive standpoint, outside of that game, three straight 300-yard games, the offense was looking potent, finally. So... I say, understand, number one, Michigan, in recent years, and when I say recent years, I'm going back outside of 1997, back to the end of the Bo Schembechler, and I've harped on this time and time again. In the 1990s, they averaged 9.3 wins per season. That number was bolstered heavily by a 12-0 campaign in 1997. Obviously, the next two years were 10-win seasons, but still. Mediocre Michigan is what it used to be called coming out of the Bo Schembechler era. They averaged eight and four every year. Fans were more excited then. I know they beat Ohio State. This ain't the same Ohio State. I'm telling you. Go into it knowing what Ohio State is. Go into the season knowing anything can happen for better or worse. Be excited about it because anything can happen. That's the exciting thing. This is a whole new ball game. It's a whole new team, essentially. A lot of a lot of returning experience. That'll help. But still, these faces are not household names. That's why name image likeness not really taken off for a lot of these Wolverines right now. Some household names are there. Daxton Hill, Aiden Hutchinson. But outside of that, it, this you know what? They're... They're going to make their mark one way or another. Those guys that you don't know, right? Every year, somebody makes their mark. Last year, Cornelius Johnson. Very few bright spots. He was one of them. Will he build on that? Will Ronnie Bell build on what he's been able to do the last couple of years? Who else? A.J. Henning, Roman Wilson, Blake Corum. Will Michael Barrett take a giant step forward? That happens all the time. Remember names like Stevie Brown, Jeremy Gallon, guys that when they first took the field, you were like, get him off the field. And by the time they graduate, you're like, I'm going to miss this guy so much. That's how it goes. The only constant in college football is change. Outside of the college football playoff. Because guess what? The elite are elite. Michigan is not making the college football playoff. 
barring some incredulously big moves. They're just not. That doesn't mean you can't get excited for watching how this is going to transpire. Michigan take a big step forward. They don't have a lot of guys that are probably going to go to the NFL draft. They have some. But what if it ends up being pretty good this year? Guess what? Then it's probably going to be even better the next year because you're probably going to have the same returning starting quarterback. You're still going to have a big nucleus of those guys returning on either side of the ball. So you never know. Get excited. Stop uh, being all sad about Michigan football or something. I don't know. Before it's happened. Stop mourning the death of something that hasn't died yet. This is what I'm trying to say. All right. Let's move on. Talk about Built Bar. Y'all know how much I love Built Bar. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Uh, it, if you don't know about it, I mean, I've bought like, what, a dozen boxes more at this point? It has to be more. I buy at least one a month. Sometimes I buy two at a time. Uh, sometimes they send me stuff and I'm still buying boxes because it's that good. I eat two at a time. That should be, I don't even need, to, like, I don't even need them to, 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 to purchase ad time for me to talk about how much I love Bilt Bar. Peanut butter brownie. That's my favorite as of right now. Almost definitely. I've spent a lot of money today, but maybe tomorrow when I feel a little bit better about, about it, instead of, you know, a bunch of stuff, I'll probably buy another. Another box, because it's that good. Uh, it's high protein, low calorie, low carb. It's everything you want. You can eat two of them and still be higher protein and lower calorie than your leading protein bar out there, especially like if you're into like the big 100 like I used to be, meal replacement bar. Guess what? This has got having two built bars is going to not, it's not only going to be higher protein and lower calorie, it's also going to cost less. That's the thing that makes it that much more impressive. So go to builtbar.com. Put in promo code LOCK15, get 15% off that next order. BuiltBar.com, LOCK15. All right. BetOnline.ag. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over. NBA is still going, kind of. NHL is over. I think the NBA is still going, right? I don't pay any attention. Bucks and the Suns, that's still happening. Major League Baseball, that's in full swing. Not today, not in Michigan at least. It's raining. But BetOnline even covers award shows, TV shows, reality TV with real-time updated odds, perhaps on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, the scores, and the odds. It's the best way to place your bets. And guess what? It is free to sign up. So head over to BetOnline.ag, sign up today, and use the promo code Locked On to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right. So that's over. So let's talk a little bit about NIL very quickly. Uh, I was really emboldened when I saw, I don't know if emboldened is the right word, but Michigan made a big move. And uh, some people were saying it was going to happen. Props to to Brandon Brown and Steve Deese and some of those who said that they were hearing rumblings about it. I, I have not had my ear to the ground as, as uh, I once did. Uh, I will again, but, you know, until we're back in the full, full, full swing of things and 
just kind of keeping my head down and doing my thing. But um, nonetheless, props to those guys and anyone else who reported maybe it was behind a paywall. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Sam and Steve and, you, you know, Chris Ballas, Bayless, any of them had something to say on their premium boards, of which I do not subscribe. But uh, Michigan made a big splash with uh, MDEN, officially offering jerseys with the name and number, and they made it really easy. You can go in and, and do the customized jersey, and they have a nice little drop-down menu. You can pick your player. And guess what? They're going to get proceeds from that. What a cool thing, right? That, that That's finally a thing. Hey, that guy's my favorite player. I'm going to go and get his jersey. And there's a lot of people saying, no, I'm not going to do that. Just just wait until the season, right? Like, if Aiden Hutchinson's out there going absolute beast mode, you, you know, like, you're going to start thinking about it, right? Cade McNamara or Alan Bowman goes out there and starts slinging around. Let's say, like, this is not what I'm expecting, but let's say someone has a Dwayne Haskins-like year. Throw in for 4,000 yards, 5,000 yards. Yeah, you're going to want that quarterback jersey. Oh, maybe not in Ann Arbor. <laughs> I think even when the quarterback's that good, there'll be like a, eh, he stares down his receiver too much. Did it matter? He still he does it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Quarterback's a hard sell in Ann Arbor. But uh, nonetheless, I think it's awesome. It's a, it's a great way to get everybody involved. And heck, I mean, they can get their friends, their family, and then hopefully by their play on the field, get fans to, to buy their stuff. It's at least it's something that's full university-wide as far as the ability in the football program, to, and I'm sure the basketball program as well, to uh, for those players to capitalize. And they can go out there and they can market. I saw Aiden Hutchinson being like, yo, get on this, people. So I think that's a great first step. I expect more. Uh, I, I'd love to see Emden carrying like Aiden's shirts or Daxton Hill's shirts that they have out there. Maybe some of the Adrian Nunez line that he's got. I think that that, that would be the next logical step. Like, hey, if you're going to put out a line of clothing, then we want to we want to sell it as a university because they can do that now. I'm sure that they would have to take a take a little bit of a, a break in there. But, you know, I, I'd like to see. More of that. And what I'm curious about with someone like Adrian Nunez in per particular, because this isn't just like, yeah, it's somewhat of his visage, but it's not like like the Daxton Hill ones. Like it says Daxton Hill and has his like picture and like a number. What I'd like to see is, uh, you know, will some of these clothing companies get involved, right? Because that could happen. You know, Aiden out there going beast mode. Does Nike get involved? Just, you know, did they start being like, hey, we know you're going to be a first round pick, second round pick or something. We want to we want to get you signed up right now. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they can do that or not, but nonetheless, cool stuff. All right. That'll do it for us today. We'll be back tomorrow after the Keon Sab announcement. So after 4 p.m., probably in the evening, probably the same old 738 o'clock. Uh, anyway. So look forward to that. We'll talk about whether it's good news or bad news either way, and then we'll find some other stuff to talk about. Anyhow, that'll do it for us today. 
Remember, mailbag is also out. Check that out. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.